Hey guys, joining me today is serial entrepreneur Aaron Walker. Aaron is without question a veteran entrepreneur, starting his first business at 18 and selling to a Fortune 500 company nine short years later demonstrates his passion for succeeding. Unwilling to rest on past successes, Aaron started, bought and sold 12 successful companies over the past 38 years. Having a strong desire for personal development has kept Aaron in a weekly mastermind group for more than a decade with big names as Dave Ramsey, Dan Miller, Ken Abraham and seven other notable Nashvillians. Aaron has enjoyed a 37-year marriage with his beautiful wife, Robin. Aaron, welcome to the show. Hey, Callan, how's it going, buddy? Thank you for having me on Men's Journey. I'm fired up about it this morning. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. It's great to have you, Aaron. Aaron, you spend the majority of your time helping men grow in success and significance as president and founder of You From The Top, a premier life and business coaching resource. I cannot wait to dive into your work, but before we do, please take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro and tell us how did you get started on your journey? Well, I'll give you just a 30,000 foot overview. I don't want to make this interview too much about myself. I want to make it about your listeners. Most people don't care, you know, about other people. They want to accomplish it themselves. And so for context purposes, I'll give you just a little overview. Callan, I started at 13 years old working in a local pawn shop in Nashville and grew to love that business. At 15, decided I wanted to do it for a living. Went and met a couple of guys that had plenty of money when I turned 18. We opened a pawn shop because I didn't have any money. Like I was broke. I mean, I came from a family that didn't have anything. So I had to give away two thirds of the business in order to be partners in this venture. And so we opened a shop and God really blessed it. And we did amazing things with it. At 27 years old, I was able to retire. I sold the business to a fortune 500 company. And I'm like, man, this is the dream. I mean, you go from broke, you know, to selling out to a fortune 500 company. But what I found out in that process was I was extremely bored. I wake up every day. I didn't have anything to do. You know, you can only play so much golf or fish so much. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I going to do? What is the purpose in my life? You know, and Robin woke me up from a nap one day and she said, listen, I didn't sign up for this. You're getting fat and lazy. You've gained 50 pounds in 18 months. You're doing nothing every day. And I said, Robin, I don't have any reason to get up. Like I don't have a job. I don't have any purpose. I don't have any meaning in my life. We got a little bit of money, but it's like, what am I going to do? She said, go get a job. I don't care what you do. Go do something. So I did. I went and bought the company I started with when I was 13 years old. And we grew that four times the size that it was when I bought it. And it was an amazing adventure. 10 years. Uh, I worked three days a week. My partner worked the other three days. And it was just a phenomenal, incredible business until August 1st, 2001. I was 40 years old. Old. I was headed to the office and uh, there was a guy crossing the street named Enrique to catch a local bus and he didn't look my way. And man, I'm sad to tell today he, he, uh, he ran right out in front of me and I ran over and killed a pedestrian. And I don't know about you, Callan, if you've ever been in a situation to where it's very traumatic, but things like slow down in slow motion, it's like you're watching a movie and I'm like, oh my goodness, surely that didn't happen. Well, finally, I got the courage up, turned around, looked. 
there were cars everywhere stopping. There was a four lane highway and I jumped out of the car, ran over and make a real long story short. Uh, they called me three days later from a local hospital and they said, man, he didn't make it. And I don't know. Yeah, it was really, really a bleak moment in my life. And I went back, talked to Robin and we decided to sell the business and we did. So I retired for the second time and we didn't do anything for five years. Uh, we traveled, we built a new house. Uh, I had to get my legs back under me. You know, you don't kill a pedestrian and get over it. God gives you the grace to learn how to deal with it. And he did me as well. So five years later, Robin goes, listen, you're getting fat, lazy again. It's time to go back to work. So we went in the construction business and we built high end residence and small commercial for the next seven or eight years. And we took that to number one, three consecutive years here in middle Tennessee at 50. I retired again, third, final time. Robin said, I've retired more than the law allows, but I retired. And my mastermind buddies, Dave Ramsey and Dan Miller. And some of those guys said, what are you going to do now? And I said, I'm through, I'm going to the Caribbean. I'm going to relax and take it easy. They said, you're not going to do that. You're too young. You got too much to offer. You need to coach. So I started a company called view from the top. And now I coach ordinary men to become extraordinary. We have clients all over the world. We have mastermind groups, seven of them that I facilitate weekly. Uh, we have a lot of people in our community now, and I help people realize dreams that they never thought possible. So, hey, there you go, Callan. There's 38 years in uh, five minutes, but that's just kind of a summary of who I am, buddy. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Aaron. And I can only imagine what you went through. And people usually imagine that, yeah, you know, those millionaires that you hear about, they have it easy. They were probably born rich or they didn't experience difficulties in their lives. And you certainly had the power and the strength to overcome the adversities in your life. What is your secret, Aaron? Well, first of all, I'm a Christ follower. I'm a Christian and uh, I place my confidence and trust in Christ. And that really works and gets me through all circumstances. But the second thing is the grit, determination, and perseverance that we need. It's a mindset. You know, it's like you can choose to lay down and it be over, or you can choose to pick yourself up. Carol Dweck wrote a great book called Mindset. You either have a growth or a fixed mindset. It's one or the other. And I choose to have a growth mindset. It's like, give me enough information, give me a little bit of time, and I'll come up with a solution. A fixed mindset says it's the way it is, it's the hand I was dealt. Well, I don't believe that. See, I don't believe that at all. I believe we got to make our own way. You can choose to feel that way, but I elect to choose the growth mindset to say, hey, let's figure it out. Let's get enough people around us that can help us, give us a different perspective. And so my mindset is always I can and not I can't. When I was young, Callan, my mom had a saying. She said, can't, couldn't do it, but could, did it all. That's so wise. <laughs> and I hated that saying when I was a kid, but I've adopted it as my life mantra. It's like, yes, I can do it, right? It's I can do it. And so I just choose to go the different way. Yeah, that's so that's so inspiring. And uh, I was thinking about two key words that you usually share in your writing, in your articles, in your posts, and those are fulfillment in our significance, fulfillment and significance. Could you elaborate on those a little bit, please? Yeah, well, the thing is, our life is not all about ourselves. You know, we're, we're selfish people as a rule. But the truth of the matter is that there are other people out there. We've got to pour ourselves into other people. And I don't mean 
sell what you've got, you know, move to Africa and give it all away and be a missionary and live in the book. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is that there's an element of significance that we're missing. You know, success means something to yourself. Significance means something about others. And Callan, I had to decide what is success? You know, I had to start asking myself that question and I've owned a dozen businesses and we've done really good. The Lord's really blessed us and we've done amazing things in business. But I started thinking, what is success? How will I know when I've won? How will I know when I've achieved the things that I want in life? And I had to think through success and say, what is it for me? Like, what does that even mean? And for me, it means choosing my own schedule. I love being able to choose my own schedule. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that can't. But for me, it was like, yeah, I'm going to do that today. Or you know what? I'm not going to do anything today. I'm going to hang out or I can start another business or I can do whatever. So for me, choosing my own schedule, I love having a little bit of financial freedom. That's the truth. And I can't stand it, Callum, when people with money go, oh, money's not important. I want to go, you liar. It is important. (laughs) Let's take it away from you and see how important it is. Don't tell people that it is important, but don't make it your central focus, right? Don't make it the only reason that you're working today is to have more money. But I do like being able to pay the electric bill or paying my insurance, and I don't have to worry about it about that. So that's success. I love having an engaging family. Man, my family is everything to me. I have two beautiful daughters and five gorgeous grandchildren. My wife now of 37 years. Those meaningful relationships are everything. I love to have a clear conscience with every transaction. I don't want anybody to ever feel like I've taken advantage of them. And so I love thinking through and that's success to me. Taking care of myself physically, you know, I'm like everybody, I could lose five or 10 pounds, but for the most part, I've taken care of myself my whole adult life, being content, not complacent. I always want to keep the pedal down. I want to grow, but I want to learn to enjoy the moment. I love to dream and establish goals. And I've already talked about a little bit my faith and what that means to me. And there's a higher power. And I want to learn more about that. I want to have meaning and purpose in my life. And at the end of the day, Callan, I want to leave a legacy of wisdom. So for me, that's success. But then I thought, what is significance? You know, what is the reason there's fulfillment and significance? And I do talk about that all the time. And here's what I discovered in that wreck. What I discovered in that wreck was what would my legacy have been had I gotten killed that day? What if it was me that stepped off a street here in Nashville, Tennessee, and a bus ran over me and killed me? Or what would my legacy have been? And here's what it would have been. Poor kid comes from Nashville, Tennessee, makes enough money at 27 to retire. And nobody cares. That would have been my legacy. And I started feeling guilty about that. I started thinking about, is that really the reason I'm here? Is it all about me? No, it's not. The truth is, is we need to meet the needs of other people. We need to reach out and help Callan and other guys. We need to look at men's journey and how I can promote you and how I can endorse you and how I can drive other people to you to help you accomplish your goals. We need to learn to fully engage people. We need to listen to them intently and stop waiting our turn to talk. You know, most people don't even hear what you say. They're thinking about what they're (laughs) about to say. I want to help people, Callan, that can't repay me. And you're like, what does that mean? I want to do things anonymously for people. I want to reach out and promote them because it's the right thing to do, not because I'm going to make more money. I want to be available for others when it's not convenient. People say, well, I'm busy. I'd like to help other people too. Well, 
We're all busy. <laughs> you got to make the time. It's like you got to put the big rocks in first. You got to make it priority. You want to be available to those people, even though it's not convenient for you. You want to give beyond the minimal requirements. Everybody just wants to do what they've got to do to get paid. And you're like, how can I give extra? How can I give just a little more? How can I give a nugget that they'll never forget me? How can I make that indelible impression on those guys? It's give more, right? Promote and give more. I want to give because I want to, not because I should. I want to place the personal wants and desires for myself aside for the benefit of others. And man, when you start doing these things, you'll have the foresight to invest long term so that potentially you could change generations to come. And if you do these things that I've outlined just now, having the success and the significance, you can lay down in the bed at night and go, I gave it all I got. I've squeezed every drop out of the towel. I have not left anything on the field. I have done everything I know to do. And you'll sleep like a child. You'll go to sleep and you're like, hey, I can't wait to get up and do it again tomorrow. Absolutely. Our legacy is every life we touch. It's amazing. Aaron, please share a little bit with us about the work that you're currently doing. Tell us a little bit about your clients, about the way you support them in their journeys, in their development, in their personal growth. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Well, men are my audience. Uh, I coach men, nothing against women. Women are fine. You know, there's coaches for women that can do amazing jobs, but I've been around men my entire life. I've been in accountability groups and mastermind groups, and I've led things at our church and in our community that deal with men. So I know how men think because I am one, right? So I know how they think. <laughs> and so my avatar are men, 27 to 55 years old, they're entrepreneurs. They either own a small business or they want to start a small business because it's the way I think, you know, corporate people are great. I have nothing against corporate people whatsoever. It's just, I don't think that way. I think like an entrepreneur. And so that is my audience entrepreneur male that is 27 to 55 years old. And we're doing some incredible things. These mastermind groups that I lead each and every week are amazing. We have 10 guys in a group and I facilitate those groups. And we have what's called man in the middle, where you come in and you talk about the things that's on your mind. And we dive in 10 guys circle around you and we figure out and help solve your problems. It's men that are non-biased people that don't have anything to gain or lose as a result of what you want to accomplish. So there's nothing for them to gain or lose. So they're going to tell you the truth as a result of it. I coach people one-on-one -on -one every single week. I dive deep into your personal life as well as your business life because I can't help you on one front and not help you on the other because they're intertwined. Everything that we do in our life, you, they're inseparable. People say, you got to separate it. No, you can't. You can't. It's impossible. And so I help you put the big rocks in first. I help you prioritize your priorities. And then I help kind of put gasoline on your business. I can help you take it to that next level. I just wrote a new book called View from the Top. You can go to Amazon and get that uh, by Aaron Walker, View from the Top. And I walk you through this book that helps you clear your conscience, overcome bitterness, surround yourself with the right kind of people, prioritize your priorities. It's a book, a little bit about my journey, but I really help dive deep and help you overcome the challenges that you're experiencing. And then finally, it's accountability. Callan, you know, as well as I do, we all need accountability. We need people to say, Hey man, did you get that done? You told me you were going to get it done. Did you get it done? And we hold you accountable. So those are some of the things that we do. There's many, many more, but that's a broad overview of what we do, Callan. 
Thank you for sharing that. And uh, I will leave the links in the show notes for every resource that you mentioned. And Aaron, as we are reaching the final part of the show, I would like to ask you a few more questions that will give the audience invaluable pieces of wisdom. So are you ready for the fire round? I'm ready. Bring it. All right. Here's the first question. If you were to recommend one book that every man must read, what would it be and why? That changes at different seasons of my life. And can I recommend a couple, to be yeah, honest with please, you? It would sure. be unfair to leave this interview and not recommend a couple. The first one is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Carnegie. It's a classic. classic. It's a yeah. must read. Yeah, you got to read that book. The next one you need to read is by Greg McCowan. It's called Essentialism. And he teaches us to narrow down your focus. Most people are an inch deep and a mile wide. They're trying to do 15 different things. And you can't do that. You need to narrow down to an inch wide and a mile deep. You need to become proficient at something. Greg does a masterful job at that. Another book that Brian Moran wrote, it's called The 12-Week Year. That book has had a profound impact on all of our audience for this reason. Procrastination is the enemy. And what we want to do is narrow down our goals and our focus. And Brian, in this book, The 12-Week Year, he helps us accomplish goals and dreams in 12 weeks that would normally take you a year to do. So those are three must-read books. Uh, you know, uh, the fourth one is, I already mentioned my book, View from the Top. You need to get it, and it will motivate you and take you to places you've never been. Those are definitely some books that I should read as well. I am writing this down. <laughs> All right. Aaron, if you had the opportunity to talk to your 20-year-old self, what advice would you give him? What would you tell him to do differently? Yeah, that's a great Great question. I would start earlier making sure that my relationship with my family and my children was intact. I would never profit over people. And I did that early in my career. It was work, 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 and it almost cost me my family. And I would never do that again. Uh, the second thing that I would do is build relationships faster. Relationships is absolutely the key to your success. I, I would build the relationships intentionally sooner. Great advice. Okay. May I ask you to share a piece of advice that your father never got to tell you, or maybe he didn't know about being a man in today's world? I'm talking about information or advice that uh, would have changed everything in your adult life. One that you will be sure to share with the future generation. My dad uh, was not a businessman. Uh, he was a terrible businessman. He didn't know how to make money. Uh, we struggled financially the whole time I was at home as a child. We had food and we had shelter, but there, that was it. And so I think the advice that I should have gotten earlier is how to handle finances better. And I wish that my dad had been a better businessman, but his total focus was on relationships and sporting activities with the children. He was a wonderful dad. My dad was an amazing man, but I wish that he had started out earlier teaching me how to deal with financial responsibilities. Aaron, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom with us. This has been a great episode. And before we say goodbye, tell us about the projects that currently excite you and where can people find you? Awesome. Well, I'm working on two courses right now. One is how to live a successful and significant life. Another one is uh, a course on masterminds and it's something I've been involved in for 20 years. It can radically change your life. And that's called Iron Sharpens Iron. Uh, you can find that in my website, viewfromthetop.com. 
and go there. If you're really looking to interact with men like I'm talking about, you really want your life to change, get involved in a community. Get involved with other people that can take you to those heights that I've been talking about. And mastermind groups, I will never be without a mastermind group. And as I've said, I've been meeting weekly now for over two decades with mastermind groups, and it can radically change your life. But there are two documents that I use every day. One of them is called a personal assessment where you really do an introspection. You look deep to within yourself, in your identity, your ideals, your relationships, your career, your faith, your family, all those things that are really important to you. And it asks you real thought-provoking questions. It's in a document that I wrote, and it's called Personal Assessment. It's free, and I'm going to give it to you. If you'll go to viewfromthetop.com forward slash men's journey, men's plural, men's journey, you can get that document along with another one that I wrote called What Do I Want? Kyle, most people don't even know what they want. They just hustle. They get up every day. They go out there and they work and they work and they work. And it's like, man, you need to figure out why you're working and you need to focus on what do I want? So go there, viewfromthetop.com forward slash men's journey. I've taken the price off. I'm going to give them to your entire audience. Just download those there. And I promise you, it will radically change your life. Thank you so much for joining us today, Aaron. And I hope to have you again on the Men's Journey Today podcast in the future. Thank you for having me on, buddy. You've been awesome. Guys, till next time. Take care. 